Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. So why in the world did he bring the gun in the first place? Welcome to the afternoon All Local. I am Austin York. And we start right there because Mesquite police say there could be more charges out of yesterday's shooting at a charter school that involved an armed teenager. The 16-year-old from Dallas had a revolver, and that's one facet of the investigation that's still open. Where did he get it? And was the teen grazed by gunfire or hit by shrapnel? There's not a clear entrance and exit wound to state with confidence that this was gunfire that struck him or, or maybe some shrapnel that maybe... Uh, he, he got in the mix, so so we're not sure at this time. Mesquite Police Lieutenant Brandon Rickett says the youth was treated at a hospital and is now in juvenile detention. As for response time, Rickett says officers were at the Pioneer Technology and Arts Academy within two minutes of the first 911 call, but it took another four minutes to find the correct building. Body camera video is expected to be released next week. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. The next time you fly American Airlines, you might might have to pay more to check a bag in. American Airlines has been charging $30 for checked bags since 2018. They'll now charge $35 if you book online and $40 if you wait until the airport. Sharon Carr Travels, Casey Carr, says airlines in the U.S. made $7 billion from baggage fees last year at a time when fuel and labor prices are increasing. It's important to their bottom line, and I understand it, but it just makes air travel that much more of a pain. Starting May 1st, you'll have to book through American, one of its partners, or an approved travel agency to earn miles. The travel agency option goes away if you book basic economy. It's not going to affect us that much in the near term, but it won't surprise me if in the future they, they roll that out for all of their tickets. American says it's adding benefits for Advantage customers, reducing the cost to transfer miles to another account by 66%. Starting in March, those customers can also stand by for an earlier domestic flight for free. In Fort Worth, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. The Louisville City Council has adopted a temporary ban on short term rentals. The council was split, so Mayor T.J. Gilmore cast a tie breaking vote in support of the ban. Well, I'm a huge property rights fan, have been for many, many years. But I also know that there's two sides to this property rights, right? It, there's the neighbor that's right next to it, and so they've got rights too. The ordinance lets people who've already run those short-term rentals stay in business, but Louisville won't allow any new operators for a year. Gilmore says that'll give the city more time to figure out a long-term solution. Opponents say the deal violates the rights of property owners, and some members of the city council wonder how they'd enforce the law. After many decades, the grandmother of Juneteenth is finally going to return home. Back in 1939, then 12-year-old Opal Lee moved into a home with her family on East Annie Street in Fort Worth's historic Southside neighborhood. 
Let's just say their neighbors didn't exactly welcome them with open arms. 500 folks had gathered at their corner to put them out of their house. And just four days after the family moved in, that mob burned the house to the ground. Decades later, Opal Lee, who you probably know by now, led the charge to make Juneteenth the national holiday that it now is, went to find out who owned that plot of land. Turns out it's Trinity Habitat for Humanity, whose board she served on for many years. Opal's granddaughter, Dion Sims, tells me she reached out to CEO Gage Yeager and asked him if she could buy that plot of land. Yeager said no. He had a better idea. They gave her her family's land back and went as far as to say, we will build a house for you on that land. Now, for legal purposes, Habitat actually sold Opal the land for $10, and it's working with grapevine-based history maker homes to put up the house free of charge. Groundbreaking was last October, and the first wall will go up next month. From the 24-Hour News Center. Andrew Greenstein, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Whether you love the Beatles or you love sports history, a couple of auctions in Dallas could be right up your alley. Heritage Auctions is hosting a sports auction that includes a baseball poster from 1888. There was only one example known, and that was in Cooperstown in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So this one was found in a state auction. Someone had no idea what it was. They contacted us. Chris Ivey says you can also bid on baseball gloves worn by Babe Ruth in the 1916 World Series, or a sealed box of trading cards that would include several Wayne Gretzky rookie cards. If you'd rather listen to the Beatles, John Lennon's copy of the White Album is also up for bid, along with the last contract that they signed. Could Jimmy be back with the boys? How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Jimmy Johnson and the Cowboys really making up a lot for lost time in their relationship. Johnson went on a Florida radio station and says since he went into the ring of honor, he's been talking a lot with Jerry Jones lately, saying he's on his advisory board. I talked to him about an hour after his Green Bay loss, and, you know, he's talking about what all he needed to do because he's got had big decisions on Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn and Dak Prescott. Uh, so, But everything's hunky-dory now, so I'm – I'm back in the fold with the Cowboys. Love to hear that they're finally made up. It's unlikely, though, that Johnson is officially back in the organization in any capacity. But nothing says he can't offer his opinions of the team to an old buddy of his in Jones. With your afternoon All Local, I'm Austin York. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.